Welcome to the Raising Sons podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm a parenting advisor, educational psychologist, licensed maternal mental health therapist, and mom. On this podcast, we'll cover everything you need to know about raising sons. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, 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 it's Dr. Shell with another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. Today, we're talking about what to do if you're struggling letting your son grow up. So I am going to start this off by telling parents that most of the time, our biggest struggle in letting our children grow up is fear. And it's our own fear. The fear can stem from so many different things. As I've talked to moms of sons, their fears range from driving a car, them driving, and it just kind of runs the gamut. So I want to start this episode off with telling you something that has just recently impacted myself in in trying to let my son grow up. So my son had been in elementary school and I had started looking for different middle schools, right? I know that boys in middle school, it can become a whole thing. It was really important for me to find a middle school that was a good fit for him. And I thought would help him to grow, that would challenge him, that would help him to get out of his comfort zone. Because the school that he was attending, he had been there from infant and toddler all the way to fifth grade. And so I really felt like he needed a new environment so that he could grow. So I started the process of trying to find him in middle school. We had visited so many different ones. We had talked to different people. And my original place where I wanted him to go, you know, he said he liked it but I had some concerns. I was like, I think it would be good for his social emotional development, but I wasn't sure if it was going to challenge him academically. So while that was my first choice and had been my first choice for a long time, then I started having questions and questioning it. And then not to mention my husband, I think he had his own kind of questions about it. It was really fear. Let's just be honest. It was really fear. We went through this process of, we got down to another school. And so we thought that he was going to go there. We actually got waitlisted for that particular school. And so we were thinking, okay, well, something will come up. And it didn't. And my son said to us, I want to go to this school, the original school that I had thought about. But we had so much fear around it because we were like, oh, we don't know about the kids. We don't know about teachers. We just didn't know. And we weren't sure that my son could handle it. We were like, okay, he's sensitive. You know, he needs this kind of environment. He needs these kind of teachers. What if this happens and what if that happens? And you know what? It was really our fear that was keeping us and keeping him bound. If we had let our fear be the thing that controlled us, then he wouldn't be at the school. So to make a long story short, he's at the school that I had originally chosen for him. But then we second guessed ourselves. We really second guessed him because of all the fears that we had. And he's there and he's thriving and he likes it. And there have been some things that he's had to be stretched on and be challenged with. And so those were things that I wanted him to be challenged and stretched with. But a lot of times we are struggling to let our sons grow up because of our own fears. I say that to say, I'm right there with you guys. I am in the midst of it, but I'm also on the other side of it in this one aspect, right? We know that something else is going to come up and, you know, we'll have to deal with it then. But some things that I can tell you that will be helpful is, you know, one, checking yourself as a parent, asking yourself, The reason why I'm struggling, is it my own stuff? Is it out of fear? And what is that fear based on? Is it fear of what I think can happen? Is it fear that my child won't succeed or excel or achieve? 
So, you know, what is the thing that is keeping me from wanting them to kind of grow and flourish? Or maybe it's just a fear that they won't be okay. When I say be okay, so for instance, my son, like I said, he had been at the same school all of this time. So we knew the people. And so we were good. We were like, this is comfortable. And so where he was going, we didn't know anybody. We didn't know the teachers. We didn't know other parents. We didn't know anyone. And so that made us uncomfortable, right? We had pause about it. Like I said, you really have to ask yourself as a parent, is it fear that is controlling you? And if so, then finding out what is at the root of that fear and addressing that so that you're not putting your own internal issues off onto your son. I think, you know, if that kind of helps to make sense, what I'm meaning is you don't want to limit them because of your own fear about what they're choosing to do, of course, within reason, or what they're wanting to do because you don't feel comfortable. Right. Growth is in the challenges and in the stretches. And so if we make everything easy or if everything is easy for our sons, then they won't grow. And when they come against challenges, they won't have what they need to push through. You know, that was important for me that my son learned how to address challenges now while we're here to kind of safeguard and encourage him and kind of help him get to the other side. I wanted him also to be able to have that resolve you know, later in life. So you'll hear me say, and you've heard me say that you start the end from the beginning, meaning how do you want your son to grow up? What kind of man do you want him to become? And so he can become the man that you want him to be if you allow fear to be the thing that kind of steers everything that you do and then in turn everything that he does. Because that means that he's going to always play safe, always keep it where he's comfortable. And the growth is in the uncomfortable. You know, you want to foster that in him and not to mention things are just different when you're raising sons. When they become men, you know, they'll have a family, they'll have different kinds of responsibility. And so them understanding that and being able to push through when things are hard, that starts early. So always think about the end from the beginning and not allowing your fears or whatever is holding you back from allowing them to flourish be the thing that kind of guides your decision-making. I want to take a moment to tell you guys about the Raising Fearless Sons Challenge. Recently, my son and I had a discussion about him wanting to face his fears and to be more brave. So he came up with a list of things that he wanted to do to help him face those fears. One of those things was something like uh, climbing a rock wall. So he has a fear of heights. And so he made a list of things that he wanted to do um, over the summer to face his fears. And not only did he encourage, he wanted to do this for himself. He then also inspired me to, to participate in this, in this challenge. And so I'm a big fan of practicing what I preach. And so we've been, you know, facing our fears together. And so wanted to include you all in this challenge. And so if you want to join the challenge, follow these simple instructions. Share a fearless moment that either you or your son embraced on Instagram and use hashtag Raising Sons. The winner will receive a copy of the Raising Sons manual. I can't wait to see your post. Something else that I thought about in terms of what could also keep parents from allowing their child to grow up or the struggle that comes with allowing your child to grow up. And I mentioned fear, but there's also Two other things that could be keeping you from allowing your child to grow up, you know, part of that struggle. One is that your child has become your partner, right? So if you're a single mom, maybe your child has become the person that you lean on, that you turn to. 
and allowing them to grow up and to become independent, you lose that person, right? You lose your person. And so it's easy to want to keep them safe and close and next to you. Let's just say you don't want to lose your best friend. You don't want to lose that surrogate that your child has now become to you because then, you know, you won't have that person anymore. That brings up a whole set of other issues. But I think at the crux of it is that you want to allow your son to grow up and to flourish and to become the man that he wants to be, right? Because what happens is that if you clutch onto him so tightly and he's not allowed to flourish, resentment can come in and then that diminishes the bond that you have with him. I remember a client that I had many, many years ago. He was a grown man and he really struggled. He had issues with women because of the relationship he had with his mom and her not allowing him to kind of grow up and to do things independently. So he really had a lot of resentment towards her. And so, you know, a lot of times that can happen if, you know, maybe you're a single parent again and your child has become your surrogate partner. And so you don't give them the room and the space to grow because of, you know, you don't want to lose that person for you. So that can also be one of the struggles with why you're struggling to let your child grow up. I would just encourage you to, again, start from the end from the beginning, because when they're younger, when they're middle school and even high school, it can be one way. But then they will grow up to become men that then you in turn have to take care of. And then, you know, that becomes a whole nother thing. You're like, I don't want to be taking care of a grown man or, you know, he needs to get out on his own. I'm trying to live my own life or do my own thing. Again, we have to start thinking about that. We want to start thinking about the end from the beginning. Another thing that could be part of the struggle of letting your child grow up is your child is your whole world. Your son is your whole world and you don't have anything outside of them, meaning everything you do, every decision you've ever made, you know, since the birth of your son has been around him or, you know, around them. When I say them, I'm saying if you have multiple kids. And so you don't know what life looks like outside of them, outside of him. And so you are resistant to allow them to be independent, to experience different things, to grow up because you're afraid of what that will mean for you. Who am I now that, you know, my son is graduating high school and going off into the world? So if I just keep him close to me, if I just hold on to him, that won't happen. And I won't have to deal with all the feelings and emotions that come from, you know, allowing my child to go into the world and do things on his own. A lot of times those are struggles and that we have. And we don't have life outside of our kids. When it's time for them to graduate, we are holding on to everything we can think of just to keep them close because we don't want to lose what our life has become. We become lost. And so, again, that kind of goes back to fear, but, you know, at the root of a lot of this, I believe is fear. So if you're struggling to let your child, your son grow up, I just encourage you to think about the end from the beginning. What kind of adult son do you want to have? And do you want to be taking care of your adult son when you're, you know, 70 and he's 30 or he's 40? Do you want to be in that seat where you're having to take care of him because you've kept him so close that he doesn't have the skills or the abilities to kind of take care of himself. So those are some things to think about. So mom, if you are saying to yourself, this sounds great, but, mm -mm, or I can't do that. Let me just encourage you that you can, and that you'll be so happy with whatever it is that you are struggling with right now. So again, 
I told you all at the beginning that I was really struggling with this whole middle school choice and allowing my son really to choose and kind of going with what he decided. How I kind of got through it was I prayed about it. I did hold my breath like the first day of school. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, what time is school out? Because I needed to make sure that he was, you know, everything had gone well. But on the other side of it, I have been so encouraged by just the growth that he's had in such a short time. I just want to encourage you that if you can't, you know, do it for your son and you will be so surprised and amazed at what things they're able to do and accomplish when you just give them the room to allow them to grow a little bit. So maybe you can't do something big right now. So start with something small. Start giving them a little bit of choice and independence in something small. See how they then in turn react and respond. So I think in my case with my son, one of the things that has happened is he feels valued because we listened to him and we took his opinion and decision into account. I think that that has allowed him to share more, especially with me about, you know, what's happening at school, what he likes, what he doesn't like, when he's struggling. On another episode, I told you about the recent death of a church member. He's coming to me now. He wasn't doing this before. So at night, he's coming to me telling me about his day or about his thoughts and his feelings. And I really believe that that has to do a lot with us talking to him about the decision, what he wanted to do in terms of school, but also really listening to him and allowing him to have some choice. So if you can't think about anything else, be encouraged in that, that it may just open up room for your relationship to grow. So this wraps up another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. If you like the podcast, if you would share it, tell your friends about it, subscribe, it would be greatly appreciated. Until next time.